Hello! Welcome to Happy Food, where it's not just about the food, but about the soul. Thanks for tuning in today. If it's your first time, I'm so glad you're here. Here at Happy Food, we talk about intuitive eating, diet culture, food freedom, and whatever else I want. I'm Lizzie. I'm your host. You can find me on Instagram and Instagram alone at NotSoLazyLizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E. Again, NotSoLazyLizzie on Instagram. Find me there. Let's get right into it. Today, I am going to be, and I have no idea if this is even going to work or if I'm even going to air this um, because I don't know if it's going to turn out at all, but I'm going to try it. Today I'm going to be scrolling through some Instagram tags. I'm going to read them and then I'm going to talk about whether or not I agree with them. So the first tag that I, um, on Instagram obviously, um, I'm going to scroll through a little bit is the hashtag diet culture tag. This first post that I see here is somebody who says, sometimes there's a lot of sadness and anger around realizing that my smaller body wasn't the body I could thrive in. And oh my goodness, I completely agree. Now at my smallest, I still never saw myself as quote skinny or thin or whatever. I felt good about myself for a little while. Um, but I think that that's true. There is anger and sadness in realizing this dream or this hope that we've all had is just maybe not what's best for us. I think that's absolutely a lot of truth to that. Okay, let's see. Keep scrolling here. Ah, reject the suggestion that eating less is better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes we are just more hungry than other times and we need to eat the amount of food that's right for our bodies. That doesn't mean it needs to be a small portion. And it doesn't mean that it needs to be a large, a large portion. So I want to include, I guess I didn't, I don't know that I maybe explain this. I'm, I'm not going to be talking about pictures that I see, but more um, like quote type things that people have posted. So moving on. Alrighty, moving on. This one says, so it's a side-by-side -side picture situation where one side says intuitive eating checks hunger cues and decides she's not hungry right now. So you decide not to eat right now. Then the other picture says, also intuitive eating. Currently not hungry, but knows that, there are, that she will be in a little bit while she's in her meeting. So she decides to eat right now. Okay, this is interesting. I like this. I like that this is encapsulating the different facets of intuitive eating. I think this kind of addresses maybe the idea of that we don't always just eat when we're hungry. You know, this gal is making the decision that eh, maybe I'm not starving, but I'm going to get really hungry in the middle of this meeting, so I better go ahead and eat right now and fuel my body so I'm not just ravenish, ravenous, Jesus Lord, during my meeting. I agree. I think this is a good picture. Okay, I think that this next one is pretty funny. So it is a like a screenshot of a Twitter called Diet Culture Incorporated, but it just is INC period. And it and it looks a little bit like maybe it's satire. And it the tweet reads, These might be the last words I ever type. The gum I chewed wasn't sugar free. I can feel the poison coursing through my perfect thin body. Please Make sure the photos they use in my obituary show off my thigh gap. I think this is absolutely hilarious. 
I think that, that maybe for some people it might be crossing a line of disrespect, and I totally don't mean to offend anybody by reading it, but I think it's pretty funny to poke fun at this idea that, like, we've created such hard and fast rules about sugar in a lot of ways of, like, it's, I mean, I knew this woman who, um, I don't even remember how I knew her, but, but basically she told me she thought sugar was the devil, um, and she just can't absorb it in her body, and it just, it blew my mind, because it's like, we as a society, like, yeah, that's real, and she's going to be praised for that, like, people are going to be like, oh my gosh, the discipline, and it's like, good lord, like, relax, and I think, I think that this tweet is really funny. I can feel the poison coursing through my perfect thin body. I think that speaks, you know, speaks volumes to people's realities that people really do only chew sugar-free gum. Okay, the next one here reads, you feeling like shit about your body translates into profits for the diet industry. Accepting your body is a big fuck you to an industry that thrives off making you feel insecure and selling solutions that don't work. A fucking men. This is by at Krista Marias. Krista, K-R-I-S-T-A-M-U-R-I-A-S. Yes, abso-freaking-lutely. This is a just damn near $72 billion industry profiting off of your low self-esteem. Oh my gosh, amen, absolutely. So that quote was by Krista, but this actual post is by the Anti-Diet Plan. I'm actually following this person on Instagram. Yes, this is one of like the best things I've read today, I think, because it's true. When you stop buying into the gimmicks, you really are giving a big fuck you to the industry. You're saying, I'm not gonna financially support you anymore. And I may just be a drop in the bucket, but that's one less drop in your back pocket that you don't have from me anymore. Okay, this next one is actually under the tag, hashtag non-diet, and I love it. Okay, it says, imagine society is like our mother, teaching us right from wrong, showing us how to live, guiding us on how to be. Now imagine that mother is fat phobic. She is cruel, unkind, and prejudiced towards those in larger bodies. She places a very high moral obligation on health, but by health, she actually means thinness. We've tried to please her, but it's impossible to meet her unrealistic expectations and standards. There's no wonder so many of us are fucked up, right? But perhaps it's up to those of us who know the truth to teach our mother she's wrong. Challenge her ideals, change her views. Either that, or we could all just ask to be adopted by Lizzo. That's funny. Oh, that's so good. That's so true. That's such a good narration. That's such a good kind of, I don't know if that's a metaphor. I would call it a metaphor. Because when you, when you kind of, this is such an abstract idea of diet culture and a diet society. But when you put it in terms like, pretend society is your parent, right? And they're teaching you what's normal and what's right and what's wrong. But to realize like, oh, like, our pa like parents can be wrong, right? Like you can be raised and be like, no, like that's bullshit. That's not real. But that's kind of what's going on here. And a lot of people make a lot of money on the fact that we don't know about diet culture. But now we're starting to figure it out. We are starting to figure out this is just a lie. And ideally, eventually, they won't be a multi-billion dollar industry anymore. That was a great one. That made me really happy. Losing weight is not your life's purpose. Yes, 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 amen, yes. 
I cannot tell you how many times in my life already, and I'm not even that old. I am in my mid-20s. Like, I have not been on this planet that long yet. But I can't even tell you how much of my life I've spent, like, waiting to be thin so that my life could start. Or, like, I've even had these thoughts of, like, well, I can't have a career because I'm not... What am I going to wear? Like, I'm not going to look professional because I'm in a bigger body. Like, it's not... I can't... My life hasn't started. And that's ridiculous. And, I mean, I, not to, like, devalue the fact that I felt that way. Like, that was real and that was valid. But that was a result of the culture that we live in. This, like, thinness culture that basically says you should prioritize weight loss over every other endeavor. And it's icky and it's not true. And you are worth equal amount at whatever size that you are. So I think that that is true and a great reminder that your life is not all about losing weight. That's not what you are here to do. You're not meant to live and die by the scale. That's not, there has to be more to life than that. If that's all there is, like what a freaking tragic existence for us to be on this planet. Like there's more. Alrighty, moving on. This is another one from the anti-diet plan. And this is quoted by YR Fat Friend, at YR Fat Friend. This says, we live in a culture that tells us thin people's eating disorders are tragic and fat people's eating disorders are inspiring. Wow, that is so interesting. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, this is true. I agree with this. Um, underneath it, I'm just going to read what they've said. We need to stop prescribing for fat people what we diagnose in thin people. So basically what this is saying is like if you are fat, they're going to put you on a calorie restrictive diet if you are overweight, right? So they're going to give you the 1,500 calorie, 1,200 calorie. Starvation is what it is. And then you're going to lose the weight. And how fucking inspirational, right? Well, at the same time, if someone's thin with their eating disorder, right, and they're eating 1,200 calories a day and they're super thin or, or less than that, 800, what have you, it's tragic. It's a tragedy. There's nothing inspiring about it. And that hypocrisy is super devastating and super harmful and super dangerous. Uh, people should not be eating 1,200 calories a day. It's not enough fuel for your body. It is starvation. And Obviously, sometimes you're not hungry. Maybe at the end of the day, all you've eaten is 1,200 calories, but you were being intuitive, you were being mindful, and you're just really not hungry that day. Maybe you're sick, maybe you're just off, maybe, I don't know. Like yesterday, I like ate way more in the day than I normally would. I was just hungrier. I don't know why, but today, I just, I haven't been as hungry, and I would assume it's because I ate more yesterday, and today is kind of evening out, and I'm just listening to my body. I didn't really want breakfast today, so I didn't really eat breakfast today. And I had a pretty minimal lunch, and I was like, yeah, that filled me up. I had a sandwich and uh, fruit, and then like an hour ago, I was like, yeah, I want some yogurt. So I had some yogurt, and then around dinner time, I'll probably have some dinner. I don't know yet. We'll see what my body wants. But yeah, calorie restriction for the sake of weight loss to that degree is just like, that's not good. That's... Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about it. Oh, this one. Amen to this one. Okay. Dear kids, your body is not the problem. Diet culture is. Hashtag wake up Weight Watchers. Fuck that fucking Curbo app. Fuck it. Fuck you Weight Watchers for that. To sit there and to tell children 
that they need to follow your red, yellow, green, or whatever system, your traffic lights, and tell them that their body can't regulate well enough, you're full of shit. And I'm going to do an entire episode on it. This is now the third time I'm plugging it, but the episode is going to get done. I promise. I'm so excited because I get so fucking heated. And yeah, I just cursed a lot more than usual uh, right in one segment. But yes, wake up, Weight Watchers. This next one is like the perfect segue. Um, It totally piggybacks on the last one. Do your daughters a favor and raise them so they know diet culture is a scam that will steal their money, confidence, and happiness. Yes, abso-frickin-lutely. Raise your children, not just your daughters. That's my own, I guess that's my only problem with this one, is raise your children. Because although, yes, diet culture heavily uh, focuses and puts a microscope on women, men still have body expectation. Men still live in a dieting society and in a diet culture. There's this like masculinity like complex that you need to be big and bulky and whatever. Um, so teach your children. That's what I would say that diet culture is a scam and like bodybuilding culture, I think in the same flip of the coin, I'm not educated about it at all. So not trying to offend, but I would, I would assume there's the same type of scams out there and I'm sure you're sacrificing a lot of your health. Um, in, in any avenue that you're going down. Um, but yeah, teach your kids that this isn't real, that that's not, that's not real. Teach your kids about food freedom. Teach them to listen to their own bodies. Let them know they're the captain of their own ship. They don't need an app to tell them what they should and shouldn't be eating. This next one, like it kind of slaps, I think. Um, this is unpopular opinion. I think the hard seltzer trend is just more diet culture in disguise. And I don't, I don't know that I could agree more strongly with that. Absolutely. Like there's an alcohol that's lower calorie and low carb. Yeah. Let's get shit face on it. Absolutely. I think that that, I don't, I don't even think that's an unpopular opinion. I think that's absolutely true. So this is the last one I think I'm going to do. Um, this one just made me chuckle because I, I feel like it's an example I kind of constantly go back to. Excuse me. This says, diet culture has made us scared of fruit. Fruit. And, like, yeah. How freaking crazy is that? That we are, quote, scared or won't eat something natural that comes out of the ground. Like, I don't know. I just... I just think taking things to the extreme that our culture has, and and I am not sitting here on some high throne. I'm still dealing with this. I'm still working through this myself. There are still days when I I will be like, you know, I I should have X, Y, or Z, or I shouldn't eat. I shouldn't eat that. I'm not sitting here all high and mighty. I don't have it figured out. I'm not perfect. I still engage in diet culture. I'll eat protein bars or whatever on the go. Absolutely. I'm still just a work in progress, but just to recognize that this is happening and recognize that this is what our society is doing and to recognize it's hurting so many people. I'm not trying to show, I'm not trying to throw shade at anybody who engages in diets. Like that's most of society and me forever until really recently. I just know that once I really hopped off the train and, and although it's been a windy path and a path of struggle. Once I really made the commitment to allow food freedom into my life, I felt like I could breathe again. I felt like 
I live I felt like I was living a whole life. I I stopped waiting for my life to start and I just started living it. I started taking pictures again. Like just taking pictures of my kids and myself and being like, "Yeah, this is good. This is okay." I don't have to wait to take pictures until I'm thin. Like I am missing out on capturing beautiful and wonderful memories because I'm actively engaging in these these thoughts that society pushes at me. So I hope that nobody ever hears me, you know, poking fun at diet culture or being, you know, when I get amped up, like I'm never trying to throw shade at anybody who's on a diet or believes in diets. I just found a way that, that makes me feel better and makes me feel less like a failure. And I just want to share that. And I just hope that other people can feel better and less like a failure too and still achieve their goals and dreams and to realign their goals and dreams with something achievable, attainable, and healthy um, and productive. So that's it for me. I have, I don't know if this was successful. I don't know if I like <laughs> this style of podcast, but hey, you throw something at a wall and you see if it sticks. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, you can find me on Instagram, not so lazy Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I-E. I think my next podcast, no, I'm not even going to say it because I have no idea what my next podcast is going to be. Thanks for tuning in and I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.